Tawanda. Hi, this is Mitch Ryder from Camp Tawanda, and this is our podcast of Stephanie's Book Club featuring Homesick and Happy by Dr. Michael Thompson. And we have our book club today on Thursday, February 5th, 2015. Uh, snow delayed from last week from the blizzard that never happened. The entire podcast is about an hour long and hope you enjoy it and find it worthwhile. And we're going to get started right now. Okay, so uh, welcome to our uh, to Stephanie's uh, book club where we're going to be talking about uh, the premise of Homesick and Happy. And we welcome you to our home here in New City on this uh, wintry day. Thankfully, uh, the snow held off kind of. Uh, some of the people had to drop out, unfortunately. Uh, it was snowing hard where they were, they claim, or their kids were not feeling well. Um, it was. It was bad. It was. Where was that? Where was that? Where does that? Long Island. Oh, So we're sitting fireside here, for those of you listening on the podcast. And this is our first podcast, so we don't know if it's really going to work. Uh, and uh, so I just ask that when you speak, you just try to uh, speak at a... Uh, level that we could hear you across the room and it'll work just fine. Um, um, my, my suggestion is that we go around the room, introduce yourself, uh, uh, not only your name and uh, where you're from, but uh, your camper situation. You, know, you have a first year uh, girl going into first grade or whatever it might be. Um, and if you'd like to share a little uh, camp story of your own, it uh, uh, would be great. Uh, you know, a short version of it, or maybe uh, what your concern is, or what you're hoping to get out of here today, uh, might be helpful to all of us. And okay. maybe your connection to people. Yes. Yeah. All right. How you found out about us, or if you're a second generation. Do you mind starting? Um, <laughs> okay, My name is Meredith Daltons. I have a daughter, Michaela, who's going to be new to camp. She's in second grade. Um, we're from Rybrook, New York, Westchester. And I went to camp, but I found it was, well, I was pretty homesick, actually, my first year. But I also had an older sister at camp, so I'm nervous because Michaela's brother is younger. And you, but, and you also have niece and nephew. Yes, I do have a niece and nephew. They're, they're hopefully look out for her. <laughs> and you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also, I'll just uh, say that, and you probably heard me say this before, that someone is new at camp for only about five minutes. Uh, you know, it's like going to school the first time ever. You don't know anyone, and then, and then you know everyone. And by the time you're done with your tenure at camp, they're all your best friends, literally. At least at, at Tawanda. I'm very nervous about the bus. The bus ride? Yeah. Um, in, in terms of them being... Well, you don't know anyone. Right. So we're prepared for that uh, and everything. Uh, we will have someone pre-planned to sit with your camper. And uh, it might be someone in their group. It might be their camp big sister or brother, or it might be a counselor, or an older camper that we feel would be comforting along the ride. You know, and once we're out of vision of the parking lot, the focus changes. And uh, you know, there's a lot of talking and singing on the bus. And uh, Yeah, it's very exciting. You know, camp could not operate if the parents were there. Because the, 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 it, it's very different when you're not there. It's about not being there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Uh, oh, you don't even have to read the book now. Just <laughs> <laughs> summarize. Yeah, right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Molly. Hi, my name is Molly Goldberg. I have a daughter, um, Caroline. She's in second grade now, so she'll be going into third grade. Um, she actually, she wanted to go this summer. I wasn't ready for it. I mean, like, you know, I was like, okay, if you really want to go, you sure, you sure, you sure, and she wants to go. So I tried to read the book and take in all that he spoke about. I went to camp. I didn't have the same, I stopped going after a couple of years. I had broken my leg and I couldn't go back, so I don't have that same you know, come around with that they all had. But I've taken what he said in that book and I'm trying to. How old were you when you stopped camp? I went from fifth grade to seventh grade. So I started later. Um, I was homesick, but like, it was fine. It wasn't one of the, you know, I had to go home, I forgot about it. Um, but I, I think she's gonna love it. And I'm really trying hard. <laughs> we're gonna help you. Mentally. Yeah, right, well, we're gonna help you. And by the way, if you break your leg at camp, you still stay. You get golf cart privilege. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I know Lisa personally, yeah. so, oh. so I know she'll be. <laughs> and I've met a lot of the moms, and they're all so sweet. So I'm excited for her. Great. Great. Terrific. Um, I'm Lisa Gerson. I'm from Long Island, Roslyn. I have a son, Alex, in third grade and a daughter, Sophie, in fifth grade. And they're both returning, but I had never been able to come to this before, so I wanted to participate while I could. Um, and my husband is actually an alumni, and I went to camp in Maine, but he was very connected to Camp Tawanda. I'm so excited. So it's been a great experience um, for both of my kids, and I have a little one too that will eventually be. It's very funny. exciting. Uh, Jakey, who I know like Jakey, you know, he was a camper my, our first year when we bought the camp. And uh, it's really very exciting to have second, we have actually second, third, and fourth generation campers. Uh, Even though we're not that old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very special. Um, I'm Jocelyn Schwartz. My daughter Marnie is currently in third grade. Um, it'll be her first summer. And I went to camp, I loved it, never felt this huge connection. I went to two different camps. Um, I'm just excited for her to have an opportunity to be independent and get over some of her sort of hangups with not being independent. <laughs> so I'm very excited for her. You know, the amazing thing about uh, life at Camp Tawanda is it's the way it used to be. Uh, you know, first of all, unplugged for sure, but and allowing to trip and fall and learning how to get up. But it's such a healthy, supportive atmosphere. And yeah, I'm sorry to say, when the parents aren't around, kids uh, you know, really uh, blossom. Uh, we, I know we tell the story sometimes that, uh, and it might be in the book, I, I don't stop me if it is, uh, where you know, if you're at a little league game and your son hits a home run, as he's running around the bases, the base, bases he's looking in the uh, stands to see you give the thumbs up as opposed to enjoying the moment on his own. Not through your eyes. Right. And his own eyes and his own feelings. Yeah, and, and you know, it's like if he, if he trips and falls on the way to third base, you know, you're out there calling a meg. Uh, whereas, you know, if it's a camp, you kind of, you know, everyone, come on, get up, get up, you know, brush it off, and they all clap and help him out. And, you know, that's a healthy independence. And we really see the kids blossom and hit their stride, the most part, after visiting day, because they're really getting, they're learning, they're, they're acclimating. They're nervous about visiting day sometimes. Yeah, it's a big, a lot of pressure, but then they realize, oh my gosh, this thing's ending soon, and camp comes together. We're such a tight family. Everyone knows everyone, from the youngest to the oldest, and just the 
healthiness of the activities we do, like Olympics, some camps called color war. It, the whole idea of that is it brings us all together. It doesn't matter if you win or lose at our camp. It's just that you're supporting each other. And, and then it, also the different activities like the climbing wall, going out of your comfort zone, in that kind of environment to do things you would never do or have the opportunity to do, all the outdoor adventure, and then and then all the team sports that even if you don't love soccer, you're doing it for your bunk mates. Because then when you go to baseball, softball, they're there for you. So it's doing what you don't love, but then being part of a team and dealing with those feelings. Yeah, it's really Without your mother saying, okay, come on, you gotta play, put on your coat. <laughs> or this is the best time ever, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and them feeling your disappointments, you know, with because they don't love soccer as much as you did. They could, you know, know if they like it or not. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelly Israel. I'm from Fly in Bergen County. I have twins, Farrah and Jack, um, going to camp for the first time. So they're in third grade. They'll be going into fourth. Um, I'm very excited for them. They're excited and nervous too, um, which is normal. And uh, I'm nervous for them just because I think I'm going to have a hard time with both of them leaving. But I went to camp. I had a good experience. And I was homesick. So I think that that's, you know, it's normal. And, um, but I know they'll have a great summer. Yep, great. And, and the homesickness, as you've read in the book, is about getting over that and being okay with it and knowing that you can be homesick and happy. Right, and, and one of the things that helps with that, that hopefully you're starting to see and feel, especially with the starting to get a lot of communication from us, and as you can tell, we dot our I's and cross our T's. And I think the, that comfort to the parents helps you let go and trust us uh, that everything is going to be okay. And we will build on that relationship as time goes on. Um, so good, happy, and sad times uh, will be there as really your parenting partners. And we, we take that role seriously. Uh, and the good news is we deliver on it. Uh, there's some returning parents here who I'm sure uh, will support that, uh, but we uh, are really... Uh, and, you, and to rest, be rest assured that if there was an issue, we are going to call you about it and help you, and help have us, give us the tools to deal with it. We're not shy, and, <laughs> but we are uh, consistent. We're trying to be. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Pam Blumhoff. I um, have Emily, who is in second currently, so going into third. This is her first year. She is probably more than ready, <laughs> definitely more than ready to me. This is her <laughs> idea. Um, you know, we knew we would send her to sleepaway camp. I just figured we'd wait a year, but she got it in her head that she wanted to go. And yeah, I think she's going to be, if she could, run the camp, you know, on her own. <laughs> I think it's me who's going to be hysterical <laughs> at the bus. So I'm definitely here to try to figure out how to let go that first day. I think once she's gone, it'll be okay. So we need a book for the kids to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I remember I'm an only child and I went to sleepaway camp and I had a great time. I did have some homesickness in the beginning, but I honestly think my parents scarred me when I got on the bus. I remember my mom hysterical and that, you know, affected me. So I feel like I don't want to do that to my daughter. And I feel like, right. you know, Thinking about it, I get the waterworks, just putting her on that Yeah, you, you know, one of the tools, if you were at Group Scoop, one of the exercises yeah. we spoke about was this Practice, practicing yeah, saying yeah. goodbye 10 times. Yeah. As corny as it is, it does work, right. uh, and it's helpful. You know, so that that time, by the time you're ready for the camp bus, it's like, all right, already, I get it. And, and then, I mean, 
just so you realize the comfort level for, for you, from your perspective, I, I'm sending emails right. and texting on that day. Um, the bus has arrived uh, and, and everything. And then before we go to sleep that night, I'll let you know how things are. If, and at any time, if there's a concern, we're calling it. Okay? Um, and a then, concern that's not within the box. Right? Yeah, right. And, and so the first couple of days, certainly there's definitely extremes of homesickness, but that's all part of it. Right. And, and I write an email to you every night to the camp family, just about. I think I missed two or three nights last year because I was just, <laughs> I couldn't see the keyboard anymore. <laughs> I write around 2 a.m., so. We get it when we wake up. Uh, you get it when you wake up. Yeah, the morning report. <laughs> that's what I, I heard. Yeah. So, and I, I, it's very helpful because you know, you feel very connected with camp because I tell you the good and the bad. Uh, and with typo, you got to learn to read through my typos, I guess, right? I mean, because I don't proofread it. I just, it's a... Uh, Stream of conscience. Yes. And, he dots I's and crosses T's, but they might not be the right letter. Right, right. But uh, yeah, once in a while, I, I guess I've been told that I have to, like, clarify something. Um, but, you know, it, it is really helpful. Coupled with the pictures, which are crazy, and you can drive yourself crazy looking at pictures, and the live camera... Uh, and uh, we do a weekly TV highlight show, Friday Night Flicks, that uh, uh, is, is put up by Sunday night, actually, for you guys, because we have to get it up um, online. Uh, so you, you get, you get a, a good, healthy window. A lot of parents tell us their friends who send their kids to other camps, they ask them, hey, what's going on at your camp? Because you always seem to know Then I can at least apply that to the camp that they go to. So, whatever comfort level that's worth. <laughs> okay, thanks, Pam. Hi, I'm Amy Bressler. My son Madden Shuffler is going to be a MIDI. It's his second year. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at the fire and I'm thinking of Roper. <laughs> and Madden wrote a small moment story about it. And we definitely picked the right camp. We knew before we sent him, but just reinforced that it's fabulous. And, um, <laughs> First time moms. Right. Um, Thank you. Uh, and rope burning is uh, one of the nights during Olympics, and it's, I without a doubt, the best night at camp, or one of the best nights at camp. And that is, if it doesn't matter if you're a spectator or involved in this event, it is awesome, and it's awesome because everybody. It doesn't matter what your ability is, or uh, whatever. Uh, you are so involved in cheering and caring, not only for your team, but for the other team, uh, where there's probably probably about 100 kids involved in that event. Is that right, Lauren? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and there's wood gatherers and wood sorters and then the, the, the fire builders. And it's cheering. It's intense. I'll say also we have another game uh, that you probably heard of that's exclusive for camp is Ghost. Same principles. Doesn't matter if you're a good or bad athlete. Uh, if uh, if you have an on day and an off day, you are important to the game, and it's fun to play. And you're never out. You're always involved. It happens to be the most popular activity at camp, and it defines what our camp is about because of those uh, uh, the philosophy of the game, and it and it's so much fun. And if I'm not on the phone. That's probably where I am. <laughs> That's how I really get to know the kids, by the way, real well. Because uh, I'm the known as the Grand Master of Ghost, and uh, there are 127 rules, except on Tuesday there are 128, 
and it's, it's just fun to play. And now we have a shirt, it's part of the uniform, is the ghost shirt with all the rules on the back of the shirt with a handy pocket because we do updates. We put the updates in the pocket. <laughs> so, thanks Amy. Yes, um, my name's Sandy Simon. I have a daughter, Ava, it will be her second year and she'll be a junior. And my son, Ryan, it will be his first year and he'll be a cadet. And my experience with my daughter was she was ready to go. She got on the bus. She was, my son is attached to my leg. So for me, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different experience. And he wants to go, but he's not sure. And it changes with the wind, but he's going. So for me, it's going to be a little bit of a harder time. And I kind of I'm laughing at the rope burning because I went to camp, I didn't have a good experience, I didn't know what rope burning was, and thank God you send those letters, you emails every night, because I got a letter from Ava a few days later that said, the upper camp is burning ropes. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So thankfully, thankfully you had your explanation. <laughs> so, and I have friends from other camps, and I have a friend who's going got all the Tawanda and is going to a different camp because our kids are in school together, we live in the same building and too close for comfort. And she said to me a couple weeks ago, she goes, you know, your camp does a really, a lot of really nice things when it's off season. She goes, our camp doesn't do any of that. And I thought it was nice. Cause she still gets your updates. Like, but it's she gets my updates. Yeah, she's getting updates. She's like, you're going to. She get that one off the mailing list. Taking her notes for No, she's like, you're going to a book club. So I just thought it speaks volumes of how much. No pun intended. We get yes. That's great. And also, there are a lot of kids that are I call them like barnacles on their parents' legs at the bus and on visiting day, and. Uh, you do have to be strong at the bus and, and no rest assured that once that bus is out of the field of vision it, it, it's it all part of it and yeah. you just effuse confidence and exactly we're, we're so proud of you we love you you're gonna be and that's great what they'll pick up unlike your mother did right, right. <laughs> and the key thing if when they say I don't want to go if you love me you wouldn't send me you know, you're going, we'll talk about it. If you have to just keep an ambiguous answer, uh, if they're talking about, you know, can I just go for four weeks? What if I don't like it? Don't say if you don't like it, you can come home. That is the Because they really have no concept of time, right. and once they're there, it's, that's it. Right. We switch to everything we're going to bring to them on visit, to everything we're going to bring them on yes, visiting exactly. day, and all of a sudden he switches, and he's like, oh, you're going to bring me that. Right. And my husband says, well, to go to Dylan's candy bar and you'll show me everything you want. And it immediately yeah. right. By the way, Dylan, former Tawanda. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, really? Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you know, I, whenever exactly. kids, when, when kids ask me, you know, can I go home? Yeah, um, you know, I said, you know what? I want to see you happy for a couple days. And then we'll talk about it. And if they do that and they have to do that, they don't want to go home by then. Uh, if they say, my, my parents said I could go home uh, if I don't like it, I said, you know what? Same deal. No crying, no talking about going home. Five days, I'd probably say. Five days. Once I get that report, then I'll talk to you. But you need to clean it off the slate for five days, and then it's, it's old news. And I'm sure we told you on the tour that in the most extreme cases, when we then get the parents on with the child and, and the parent says you're not coming home, 
that's it. It's like a light switch. That's when they know they can, okay, mom's not letting me come home. I, I better have a good time. And it's like a light switch. You wouldn't believe it. The most hysterical kid is absolutely fine. It's like they need the permission to let go and have fun. And Do you call back after to let us know that they're okay? Yeah. Now that you yeah. said yeah. you're not coming home? It's rare. I just want you to know it's yeah. rare. And then trust that we are going to get you on the phone to do that. We'll coach and you. And our, our first years, we didn't believe it was true either. Like, this kid's going to be okay. Basket cases. And oh, it's amazing. Okay. It's the whole psychological thing that right. they are learning to process and deal with being homesick and happy. and. Yeah. So turn that switch. Yeah, I just want to kind of summarize that. So if there's someone what that we would call basket case of homesickness, <laughs> we would call you <laughs> up and coach you what to say. Right. Right. Uh, and right. as long as you're And our experience is that when you say it, it's like that. When yeah. the when the only times and there were few when we were not successful, the parent wouldn't say it. Right. So the, and then the kids will usually try to push buttons like if you love me, you would hear what I'm saying. You know, I'm just not the camper type of person. I just, I thought well, I wanted. They'll sell, they'll say it. They, everything. If you love me, or what about grandma and grandpa? They must be mint. Every, everything. And if you say, listen, we love you. We trust Mitch and Stephanie, but you're not coming home. So you have a choice. You can cry the rest of the summer, and if I get a report that you're crying, we're not coming visiting day. Like that. They get off the phone. And then they're fine. And, and yeah, these kids now, they are the role models. They are group leaders. They are our best counselors and educators. There are, you think, I think of Mikey Austin, who... Was Still a basket case. <laughs> and she's now my poster child. She was a group leader, general, now she's a alumni, comes up and speaks to our homesick kids. You know, they, these a, have few and far between, but and they become the most, you know, prominent camera. And atheists. double your money back guarantee. I'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> um, if you don't say I'm visiting me, I can't believe that's my kid. That's how confident we are that this works. And, we speak and then they go home, and then yeah. they're like, these fabulous kids are making their beds. They're so amazing. But it lasts about two weeks. Yeah. 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 But there also then is a kind of depression where they're missing yes. their friends yeah. and the constant every night going. sleepover, yeah. yeah. Can I ask a question? Sure. At the bus, who is there staffing them? Because what if you have a kid that, like it's with even just an after school activity, a kid doesn't want to go and you need someone strong to just pull them in and then they're fine. Yeah, there's usually two or, it depends on your location, there's two or three counselors per bus. Okay, that are ready to, if a kid's like hanging yeah, so out. Yes, well one of the, one of the bus leaders is at the door of the bus. So right. once you would check, check the kid in, go in, and they don't come off. Your bus. Also, okay. Yeah, they're rare. Yes, very rare. So you the procedure is, you, you say goodbye, they go on the bus, they don't come off, you're not allowed on the bus. So the few, one or two kids that might need the peeling, yeah. we have a... It's rare. In all yeah. the years, it's really just a okay. handful. And the whole thing at the bus is about 15 minutes. We don't yeah, want this to be... Yeah. yeah, and we we're... Yeah, and if you're late, you got to drive because we're not oh, waiting. Right. You know, we got to get out of there. Um, and we're in constant communication. Uh, up there at Master Control. And everyone shows up on time because they don't want to drive their kid up. It's him. Put in your phone yeah, now. No, it's the buses are sleep over at the hotel that's near It depends on the location. Yeah. Roughly yeah. 9 30. Yeah. 9 30. It'll be all that. We spoon feed everything. 
Okay, so Sandy, Heather Widensky. I live in New York City, and I have a daughter who's in fourth grade and a daughter who's in kindergarten. Um, me and my husband both went to camp. We actually went to camp together in college at his camp. So we love camp and know it's a magical, amazing place. Um, when we were looking for camps, we toured more than I care to admit, and we know Shari from uh, a family friend in Florida. Shari, the tour guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So uh, she was like, I can't believe you're seeing all those camps. And it was, <laughs> you know, like, I only told you. And when we finished Tawanda and all the camps, we were like, it's Tawanda. So we were really happy of the feeling we got there and you guys. And so very confident about our choice. And Sandy's a friend, too, and she said nothing but good things about camp. So it was awesome. Um, Sydney, I'm worried just because she's very shy. With her friend, she's obviously super comfortable and great, but she's extremely shy. Um, and she does tons of sleepovers, but... She does has had the homesick feel before, and I even told her that when I went abroad to London, I cried. I was homesick, even though I had the best mess of my life after it. So she's been saying, "Daddy, mommy got homesick too when she was younger." So that's been, I think, helping. Um, so you know, we're excited, so excited for her to experience camp and everything that comes with it. But definitely a little bit nervous. And the book helped a lot because the biggest thing I think was letting her be your own person. Definitely too much in control of everything in the house. So I think letting her be your own person is going to be. A big step. Yeah, I think that's the biggest message of the book because we're all so highly educated now and we just, you know, think that we know and want to fix and do everything for them, make the best for them. And it's about stepping back and letting them experience and fall. And that's the hardest thing to do. So that's why CAM provides that because you're not there to see that. And so they're just getting it. Yeah, there's so many uh, kids that we come with the, uh, that we're told that they're shy. And, and a lot of people are shy. Um, and when we see them get comfortable and get on stage or, you know, to tell a joke in front of a lineup uh, or, or, or go, you know, we stop by the bunks at night and like they're dancing and it, it, we are like, I have to like double check my notes <laughs> to make sure it's the right kid. And, and well, as, and as in the book, it says camp becomes the second family. So that's where they just become themselves and in that flow state and shyness is just a personality style and it's not who they are, certainly not at camp. And that's the benefit of having that second family at camp, which you know, at home you have, but it's small and now it's so become <laughs> this giant family, which really extends for everyone through Olympics as well. because um, then they're really, you know, we, they sit at different tables, they really leave their comfort zone and become this team. So even if they win, they're a winner, and if they lose, they're a loser with 200 people. It's great. Yeah, and also the comfort level is supported by, you're living in a cabin with the kids in the exact same situation, and they're all in the same playing field. First of all, it doesn't matter if you're divorced, or you only have one parent, or there's a financial issues. No one knows anything at camp, except that you're here and we're group mates, uh, which I prefer to say than bunk mates, actually, because we do mix it up. Um, but you're there, and everyone's, or there at least there's somebody else feeling the same way that you do. And as opposed to, you know, again, you go, you're home and your mom says, are we okay? Was this, was this person mean? I mean, or, like you say, I was homesick in London, but she's seeing this girl right next to her who was homesick and getting through it. And her counselor is saying, when I was here in orientation, I was homesick the first three days, right. and that's fine. Key. And it's just the normalizing it. Because even though she said that, she's not getting what that even means. And... I'm homesick when I get there. We all go through these things, and that's what it's about. Yeah, and what I think I just want to go back to what you just said about orientation. 
because what we constantly remind the counselors during orientation is, how do you feel right now when they first show up there? How do you feel right now? How did you feel when you were driving down that dirt road and you got to the hill and all these people are jumping up and down and you don't even know what they're jump saying or, or go to the white rock or the courtyard. You don't know where those places are. Now multiply that you know, 10,000 times and you got a little eight or nine year old. And then they're like, you can see them, aha. And so we really get on their level, you know what I mean? Get down on your knees so your eyes are at the same level as the, your campers. And we, you know, so we're tuned into that. So our staff are prepared, you know, and we have enough staff that hopefully one of them gets it in a month. <laughs> but then that's the reality. There's always that one counselor that's harder, that is more stern and makes follows through with the rules and makes them make their bed. There's going to always be that good parent, bad parent counselor. There's always that annoying kid that you happen to sleep next to. And that's just what it is. Um, even my son Brandon went to, um, over to Madrid for his um, semester abroad. And living in a, a Spanish family's apartment, tiny apartment, 100 degrees, no air conditioning for the oh first time, God. with a roommate that he literally wanted to kill. We're going to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so Brittany, you can't text me that. So he really had, I'm like, listen, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> and uh, he met, you know, again at college, but he lived through it at camp, so he was able to deal with it. And I knew, okay. And, and he grew and matured so yeah. much from that experience. Oh, well, and then the, ex the ex whether we can edit this or not is funny. I'm not going to do some time I told you. So. Yeah, you may be I, I saving just for lunch. I made a note. Yeah, now <laughs> it might be hard to edit, so okay. you might want to tell it during lunch. Well, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So, okay. he, you know, he's in this apartment that's 100 degrees, and he's telling me how hot it is, so I said, oh, so go get a fan. He's going, it's really heavy, it's going to be, a, a, you know, across town. I'm like, I know. Why don't I fly to Madrid? I'll rent a car, I'll get a fan, and I'll plug it in for you. Like, and I will put it on every time you're hot. Because I get it, Mom. Oh. And then, of course, I see on Instagram a picture of his fan, and he writes, my biggest fan. <laughs> oh, we can keep that in. <laughs> Just don't tell Brandon we made it. It wasn't me, his biggest fan. Okay. Uh, Marla Aram, my son Noah, is in third grade. Um, it's going to be his first summer. And I have a daughter in kindergarten also was not going to camp yet. <laughs> I went to camp for many years. My camp friends are still some of my closest friends. Uh, my camp wasn't right for my family at this point. Um, and at Tawanda, when we came to visit, was was everything we were looking for. Um, but I'm looking for him to have that same, you know, and, and my camp friends, when I say my camp friends are still some of my closest friends, boys and girls. Like, we have an email chain, like, consistent email chain, you know, not every day, but, you know. Um, about 20 deep guys and girls our families are friends we don't see each other all the time but there's that there's that thing and um, and I felt that Tawanda we have um, a couple of my camp friends actually send their kids now Allison Nidoff so Zachary and Hayden nice. um, and a bunch of our a bunch of my college friends send their kids so to me it already felt like there was like family set up there so he's not going with any boys that he knows from home but he knows he has family friends that he knows which makes me really happy and he's excited I don't think the only thing that he's nervous about and now I'm like hearing everyone I think he's actually nervous about us um, he's nervous that we're gonna miss visiting day 
And so it's really not, it's really not about, like, he's not really nervous about it. Is that on any history? No, no. I'm like, I'm like, I was only late to pick you up once. But, um, I wasn't. And he had to wait for a minute. No, but, but it's funny, like, that's the only thing. And, like, so he put it in our iPhones, like, in our calendars, and he put it in there. And, like, he's a problem solver. So, like, he figured yeah, out so how to... So he'll be a CFO one day. Yeah, like, he, he figured it out. But um, that's really the only thing that, that's making him nervous right now, and so... You know, we're looking at our parenting style, but and, and the book we, you know, I, I loved it because I felt that it, it helped a lot with actually our situation at home, which is which is great. But we live in a competitive town, we live in Wolf Lake, and and um, it's a small group of boys. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, okay, so I'm not crazy, you know, and and I think that um, yeah, that's why I think the book is such a great parenting tool. It's not so much even about camp. It's just a I, I sent it to, to the moms in town, like my, my friends. Really? And I said, I'm going you know, to this book club with camp, and they were all jealous. Like, we don't have that. Um, but I, I was like, you guys should all read this, and we could definitely so do our own book club. So do the soccer book club. Yeah, you know. and uh, Soccer moms yeah, book club. Yeah, and, and it's, I was, I was impressed. I, I definitely was able to relate, and um, we're excited. That's great. You know, if you, if you think about how you guys felt even coming here today, you know, a little nervous, you, you know, you're, you pull into the driveway, you're walking, ring the doorbell, whatever you did. You walk in, you don't know everybody. That, and, and so it's easy to re relate to how the kids are. But now you think about, you've been here a little while, you're feeling a little bit more comfortable, and you know, it, it's, it's not hard to do, but we just have to do it. And, that, and that's the letting go part. Um, yeah, we're, got, got working through your comfort zone, which, you know, we can't, keep them comfortable all the time, and even some experiences at camp that are really very hard, and they'll write you about them, that's part of it. You know, they're working it out with people who have been trained to help them, and to speak up, to, you know, speak up for themselves and express themselves. And, and it's just the whole atmosphere nurtures all of this. You know, yes, we have great activities, and instruction and, and what and learning and developing your skills, but it's this level of comfort that really builds confidence is what the experience at, at Tawanda is about, and it's not a one-year gig, by the way. It is the whole your ten-year ten tenure. But it's not even so much the, the skills you get at baseball, you know, or yeah, tennis. Right. It's yeah. it's this stuff. Yeah, the life skills. I I, I think, you know. Um, Many of our alums tell us that they're light. They feel like they're light years ahead of their friends at college because of what they've learned here. And you know that just makes Stephanie and I just want to do a better job each year because we're, we're now we're like really reaping the the benefits and seeing the results. And and like the sports or the arts or whatever it is, those are just the vehicle to get to all that. Exactly. You mentioned before. Like O and A, what we call outdoor right. adventure. O and A, the climbing wall, the challenge uh, uh, course. These are things. I mean, I, we don't. You know, the little kids look at that wall and go, "There's no way I'm climbing that." And I don't say, "Oh, yes, you are." But every single kid goes up that wall before the camp is over, and that's because of the support and encouragement of their uh, groupmates and that whole that's trust building. Uh, where you know carefully orchestrated. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to put them on it the first day. That. Yeah, and that's what's really awesome. And it's always sad for that random time where the parent is so focused that my son is going to be this baseball star or this swimming star and needs all these extra swimming lessons and they can't. You know, it's like stop it. You know, <laughs> let them pick and choose the activities that they want, and 
you know, even like my boys, you know, could have had master tennis and they didn't want it. So now I had to schlep them in the winter and take them to tennis and sit there for an hour where at camp, they didn't want it. They wanted to be with their friends and go to the activities. And, but you know, that was them. There is that kid who may want, want that extra thing it's now there, and then. It's, it's there for them, but certainly um, not where it should be like, oh my God, my kid has to play tennis all day long. Well, you know, to just kind of uh, an example of that, I remember this one particular case where mom said to me, my son, uh, you know, he, we want him to make the swim team and he's got to have swim instruction every day and coaching. And so I said, okay, I will take care of that. And the, the, the boy said to me, you know, 10 days at the camp, he goes, that's my mom. I, I want to do everything else. I want to do all the activity. My mom wants me to swim like that. So I, you know, I called the mom up and said, you know, he expressed himself and she said, oh, okay, fine, that's great. Um, so I think there's a happy balance with all that. And you know, obviously, we and that, provide. And well, that's what that. we tried to achieve, and have everybody understand, right. because we do get caught up in that. <laughs> and then the competitive thing that they need that sport to get into college—it's just it's crazy. not true. You get okay. So life at camp is—you get to be a kid uh, without the pressures that we have in the outside world. Oh yes, go ahead, mom. I just had a question about the form you send us, where like you can add on all of the activities. Yes. I just. I was like, I don't know. Well, I certainly, yeah. my first, I don't know, the first like, year yeah, wouldn't necessarily. Okay, right. fine. So, I just didn't know what to, I was just, yeah, like, I, so uh, they come and say, I want this. Fine. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like, like take I, uh, like, Master like, Tennis, for example. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, unless he's, uh, or she's really into it, I wouldn't pick it. I would. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, things that are very popular, culinary classes, I, it, does, it seems like everyone loves it, and just about, uh, there's someone in every group involved in that, so if, if you're, child thinks they want to take a culinary class, by all means, that's fine. Or the but, fine artist likes to take my fine art class. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, if you should sign up for master lacrosse or soccer, and they don't find, they find that they don't want to do it, that's, that's not a good thing. Can they add it on? Like, can they tell Certain us things they get closed out. Okay. Uh, but only because we've already got okay, a couple. Like, like, like after visiting day, could you? Say, oh, I really want yeah. to yeah. Yeah. yeah, it depends, because after it's not high anxiety about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would have, you know, It depends on what it is. But, you know uh, what, next year, or if there's room, yes. Right. Um, so the question was, uh, what do they miss if they take? We, we try very hard to balance it out. Uh, sometimes those uh, clinics are, uh, you're, you have an early breakfast, an early lunch, or an early dinner, or it's during rest hour. If it's a lot of kids in the same group, we might make it their activity period. So we kind of balance it out. Um, There's just so much to do, and it's all right. Yeah, and it depends on the weather. Things snowball if we have bad weather, and then you have to make the decision. Right. Right? You know, do I want to be on the soccer team, or do I want to be in the play? Because now the things are overlapping. And but then it's also understanding that we're all doing the best we can, because you're not really understanding the weather. And so your kid may say, you know, I didn't have swimming, and you're like, oh, did you get that? And it's there's just so much great stuff to do, and we're managing, and you know, we try to get it all in. There's just so much stuff to do. Yeah, you know. Also, uh, uh, two things. One is it's very important to me that your kids are comfortable coming to us, and we work on building that relationship because just in case they don't like their counselor or their group leader or their head counselor. You know, they, it's important to me that they feel comfortable with me. And that's kind of why we do these things like group scoop and the barbecue. Uh, and we're ever present there. 
uh, omnipresent, I should say, all over camp, and you know, bopping around. I'm at every, I'm everywhere uh, as much as I can be, and you know, we're at the flagpole making the announcements in the mess hall during the meals, and kids come up to us all the time, um, and we know who they are. You know, by the tenth day, I got everybody down, and the second day, it's it's challenging. Um, I forgot what the other thing I was going to say, but we'll come back to it. <laughs> we'll let it down. Okay, great. I'm Susan Bernstein. I live right here in Rockland County in Montebello. I have a third grade daughter, Lexi, who it'll be her first summer. She's very excited. Um, we chose, she wanted a camp that was co-ed. She wanted a camp where she knew someone. Then the camp counselor called me to say, oh, I heard you're looking at camps, da 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 um, And she actually recommended Tawanda, and I said, well, my daughter doesn't know anyone there. That was one of her requirements. She wanted to know someone, and I said, if it's somewhere she doesn't know, I want it like Chelsea Clinton quality camp. I don't know if I told you this story, and she goes, then go to Tawanda. The quality what is, is Chelsea like just like the president of the United States would oh, send their kids. So I joke, and my daughter jokes. She's like, Chelsea Clinton would have come here. You know, like that's the quality that they told me so we did check it out and I do know a handful of families who do go my daughter doesn't know any of them because they're just older than her but the people who I know who send their kids there I trust their judgment and we had a great feeling and I I honestly believe it's going to be her happy place so I'm really excited and she's really excited that's, that's a term a lot of parents tell us that yeah. it's their kids happy place mm -hmm. and I also want to let you know that I think our most successful kids are the ones that come knowing no one yeah or the easy, yeah. easier to adjust mm -hmm. kids, I should say. Right. Um, yeah, it's great because you get to leave your home baggage at home mm -hmm. and you have a new life at camp. Yeah. And there have been times where we would not let like a best friend come. It depends on a lot of different circumstances. Uh, uh, and and there are some kids, the parents have told us that he has such a different identity at camp mm -hmm. that at home he's like shunned and has such social issues and at camp he's like a superstar. <laughs> and we're like shocked. And you know, you know and they're just like, wow. Yeah, yeah, you can feel real good about yourself again. Yeah. Hi, I'm Valerie Darsh. I have a daughter, Emma is my daughter. She's in third grade. It's her first summer. Um, I went to sleep, both my husband and I both went to sleep away camp, but we definitely, did, neither of us had a connection. And I definitely went late and was very homesick. And I want nothing more than my, I have another daughter who's in pre-K. So hopefully she'll be coming up. And I want nothing more than for my daughter to have a better camp experience and really have that connection that everyone has been talking about. Um, I also have very close family friends at the camp already, as well as college friends um, who definitely influenced my decision, um, Lauren being one of them. Um, and I really think after seeing, I saw a whole lot of camps this summer, and after seeing Tawanda, there was just no question that it was everything I was looking for. And by the way, we played classic rock music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know that. And my daughter's very, very excited. I'm very, very nervous given my past experience, but I think she's ready and uh, I think she'll be homesick, but I think she'll get through it. That's great. Thank you. I'm Lisa Schneider. My son Joseph is a fourth grader now, so he'll be starting for the first time this summer. Um, I have a daughter also who's a first grader and she's chomping at the bit, but we're going to wait at least one more year. Um, and we don't really know that many people at camp. We have family friends whose kids go there and we didn't tour that many camps either. We 
just sort of went by a gut feeling it felt right and I turned to my husband he's like we don't need to make ourselves crazy and go see 20 camps and you know you don't want to just make yourself nuts and so we kind of did a leap of faith and we feel really good that it's going to work out um, when I called the inn to reserve a room for visiting day because my daughter thinks she's sleeping in Joseph's bunk, um, I cried on the phone to the innkeeper. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm literally sobbing. And she talked me off the ledge. This woman's like, oh my god. I can't. It was one of the names that you guys. But anyway. Um, my son, I asked him the other day what he's most excited about. He said, I just really want to, like, kind of meet my new best friend. And I think he's so looking for a change. He's craving a change. He's craving something different. And um, I know he's going to shine and have a great time. So. Wow, that's, that's really great. Thanks. I'll tell you the name in the end. It's funny. She literally was like giving me psychotherapy. You guys should call it. She's going to start charging. I have a plug for sibling sleepover. Was fantastic. Yeah, no, my but my little one would want to go. He wants to go tomorrow. Yeah, she's so excited. She loved it. Yeah, sibling sleepover is great. Yeah, we should have our head examined that we do that. Right, and it's only yeah. you can be a sibling, not a cousin. Right, right. it's the harvest in. Oh, the harvest in. Yeah. 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 It used to be Oliver's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so sibling sleepovers are you know a fun, crazy night. Uh, you know, it's a great marketing ploy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what? We give them candy all night long. And go, oh, this place is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but it, it is a lot of fun. All that Dylan's candy. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's a co-ed <laughs> night. So, if it, you know, you stay in your Not sibling candy. bunk. Yeah. Mitch and I go from bunk to bunk eating all the different candy. Oh, my God. Yeah. My body is trembling. <laughs> <laughs> because we have to eat. Oh, my mother made these cookies. Or, you know, here's a... Skittles or whatever it is, and we have Thank to God eat. no one brings Krispy Kremes anymore. Okay. Oh <laughs> Do they sleep in the bed together? Or they share the bed. Yeah. Um. What? Well, it, it, it all depends. Uh, sometimes, like it, it, if it's an older brother, they might sleep on the floor in the sleeping bed. But so some bunks put all the mattresses on the floor. It's, and it's a big sleepover, or. That's worth it altogether. Do you think that getting along with that night? Do you think the kids that don't have their siblings? No. They're happy to have another sibling. No, everybody. Yeah. So the question was, what about the uh, campers that don't have a sibling sleeping over? And it is becomes a bunk thing. We usually go into a bunk. There's two or three kids. Some bunks, it's just one kid sleeping over. If a bunk should not have a sibling. They'll go next door and make the other kid, make the kid so feel welcome. There's, There's so much going on. It's There's a show that night, you know, town show that counselors put on. Yeah. It's a and great uh, way to get a picture of your kids together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best picture of my kids together from the camp photographer. Isn't that great? They get your kids together. We used to put like our holiday cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We get a lot of the holiday cards with the Tawanda stuff on it. That night, by the way, we have the name tag. Just to let you know how we think, uh, we have the name tag in the front, but some kids are, like, are embarrassed that it's on. We have it on their back, too, yeah. and what their bunk number is. So if they should fall asleep, oh, you know, we're not, you know, who the hell is this? <laughs> 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 we haven't lost anybody. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, 
Um, hi, I'm Lauren. I am an alumni of Camp Tawanda, and four years ago, three, four years ago, I came back to work for Mitch and Stephanie, and I'm the social media director. Um, I had a few years under my belt before I thought my son was ready, although, actually, I don't know if I thought my son was ready. Mitch and Stephanie thought he was ready, and I was in your shoes um, last year. He was at Jet this past summer. His name is Ryan. They're going to four Cadet Ryan this year. Um, we'll come up with nicknames. Yeah, sure. I can't, I, that's what I say to all of them, and they look, all these Ryans at Group Scoop are like, what is this lady talking about? I was like, so what's your nickname going to be? But I was definitely very, very nervous last year and um, read this book and felt like it really did change my whole perspective and particularly that um, baseball story that he talks about in the book because I all of a sudden recognized myself doing things with my children and that like we'd be at tennis and I'd see him get hurt and I'd literally go run into the bathroom and lock myself in a stall and hide and I feel like I'd tell my friend I'd be like can you just make sure everything is fine and because I knew that if he saw me it was going to like change everything so I like practiced camp at home as best as I could but there's nothing quite like camp in terms of what it can do for your kid. I was nervous about everything. I was nervous about the eating. I was nervous about the homesickness. I was nervous about like his shtick. I was ner- I was nervous about everything. And I remember filling out those campminder forms like in such ridiculous detail about every I mean and I will say transparency is like really important at Camp Swanza because like you're in, okay? <laughs> like I would be as transparent as you can be, it really helps. The more we know, the, the more they know, the better, and it's like all good. You know, you know, they're they're very understanding people. Within the range of yes, <laughs> right. I mean, it'll it'll come out in about five seconds when they get to know your kid. As you know, like I would oh, say, you left this out, right? Yeah. Like, oh, right, this wasn't in the form. Like, but I would say, they got to know my kid immediately. Um, they really know him as well as I feel like I do. Um, the first few letters that I got home, they were all good, but they were like, my son hates to write. That was another thing. Some parents are like, my kid doesn't write. How are they going to communicate with me? This is going to be awful. And I gave him long form stationery, and then I gave him checkbox stationery. And you'll see in Camp Minder, we have this like Camp Tawanda checkbox stationery that you can print out. It's eco-friendly. Um, but I sent like a bunch of that, and I sent the long form. I'm like, he's just going to do the checkbox getting these like long letters. My kid who hates to write has horrible penmanship, like <coughs> writing these long letters. And then two weeks later, they stopped. And it's like, check, 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 having fun, gotta go. Like, and it was like, oh, okay, like it's all good. And I felt like between that, between, I mean, and I'm not up there all summer. I, I grew up on some weekends. I felt like they got to know my kid and he just like blossomed. He felt so comfortable and that was all I wanted for him was like I didn't care if he loved Tawanda as much as I did although of course I did care a little bit but you know I wanted him just to feel like himself and feel really comfortable in his skin and shine and you know and I got that and and more I mean this morning like I was like give me advice for the moms (laughs) but you know he it was just an amazing amazing summer and I can't wait for him to have that again and um, I, I yeah. say that's a perfect example. First of all, Lauren was a camper when we started also. Um, and uh, our son, Ryan, I remember you said She's he, one of the oldest campers. He, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was one of the oldest campers. Okay, I don't know. What was I? <laughs> sure. You, were, you, were, you would be what was, was national. Like, so 13. Yes, I was 13. Um, and I mean, Ryan, I, he just 
he looked just looked like he needed and wanted to be at camp. And every worry that you expressed, you had, which is very typical and very normal. And it just underlines why it, it is so important. And and look, we really do take our role seriously, and we understand that as camp directors, the kids actually listen to us probably a little bit more than they listen to you. You know, it's like when I say put on a poncho, there's no debate. You know, Mitch said put on a poncho. And Mitch knows it's gonna rain. You know, a second cover or whatever rain shoes. It just, it's just not a power struggle, it just is right. what it is. Right. And everyone's doing it, and the counselors know. But you, uh, you want to just share that cute basketball story? You think that's which one? You know why? Oh yeah. Um, so we live in like another one of the crazy towns with like the competitive everything, and I said, um, Ryan, do you want to try out for travel basketball? Knowing he's like so bit. Sorry, Ryan. He's it's not his. Not he won't his, listen to this. He won't. He totally won't listen to this. <laughs> not this far um, in. Right. <laughs> he, it's just not his sport. He does better at other things. And 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 he's like, I'm not trying out for travel basketball. I'm like, but you're gonna play rep, right? Because Daddy's gonna coach. Daddy really wants to coach. You're gonna play rec, right? And he's like, let's just face it, Mom. I'm not as good as Mitch. <laughs> and I'm gonna say this, and you can edit it too, but. Mitch wait, wait, like, if there are campers listening now, yes, tell shut them it to down. <laughs> Mitch is a gifted backwards basketball shot athlete. That is his thing. And that's and where it ends. But he's got so all the so campers convinced he is really I, a fabulous basketball player. But he can't even dribble. I, yeah, I just want to I am a terrible athlete, and it just goes to show you how you can rise and shine yeah. at camp. Yeah. Of course, everyone thinks I'm a pretty good athlete. I'm an awesome ghost no, no, judge. So I have this one talent, and as I can make a backwards half-court yeah. shot, usually well, the first time. Right. Saw that video. I yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. So no, I can't practice. If I practice, I blow it, because then I've done it in practice. Um, and, the, and I learned that because the one time I did it in practice, and it took me 60 times oh in front of the camera, and I was like sweating. It's <laughs> uh, like, Mitch, they have to go to so bed. I get it, I get the shot, and then I walk off the court, and that's it. Oh, Mitch, come on, play. Nah. <laughs> I get hurt. Lauren called us and told us this. Yeah, it was very funny. So now they, so Lauren actually made that app. Uh, of me shooting the basketball. So now Ryan's on the travel bus. Right, right. No, he's not on the travel yeah. bus. Actually, if you haven't downloaded our app, yeah. um, you should. There's some fun stuff on there. But also, you can subscribe to our calendar, our iCal calendar, which has some important reminders. Like my and, birthday. And, right. yes. <laughs> and then uh, some, anniversary. some goofy stuff on there, too, that, you know, like in the middle of summer, you know, you're at some board meeting and, um, you know, oh, we're playing volleyball. <laughs> It does also have the best view of the live camp cam on that. I'm sorry, I know you don't oh, want to do that, but it is the best view of the live camp cam on your phone. So, like when you're at dinner and you're like, oh, what did I do? Um, and also, the Camp Minder like, app works really well, the mobile version, like looking at the, your kids' pictures also through the app works really well. But I don't encourage it. I'm, I'm just saying that. Also, then I wouldn't have a job if I didn't. We encourage you to enjoy your yes. summer. Yeah. There and was not one get obsessed summer. with the pictures, they're just pictures. Two summers ago, we had like the most crazy. Sorry, they were. It was the most crazy batch of like first year parents with the live camp camp. 
and they were like screenshotting their kids on the camp and they were they were How clogging you, it you because it only has it only allows like a certain number I don't know if it's 60 or 80 there's like a number it, no, only 50, only 50 people, people at a time can be on it so like oh, you go on it and you move on you're like oh there's camp I wish I was there or, oh it's raining or oh it's never rains at camp Tawanda it's sunny and then you move on but this one group of parents was like clogging it and you couldn't get on so we made this like funny little video like did you remember the what was the video from a couple of years ago? The refresh, refresh yeah, video. Yeah. So we did like our version of it with like these two people that were on the camp cam all day. But like, it's so not worth it. But it is really fun it's to just be like, and yes. we're just recommending yes. that you Don't. enjoy yourself. Yes. You enjoy yourself. Do you know who's on it? Do I? I have my suspicions. No, I don't know. We don't know. We can't see it, but I have my suspicions. Yeah, but you could be locked No, there's no lock. It could be Tyler. The amendment to the book is also to not feel guilty yeah. if you're not obsessed with looking at yeah. these pictures. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That, he doesn't write about yeah. that. But we tried to go on the camera cam, and when they're, they're all in the Tawanda <laughs> t-shirts, you can't tell who you're, you really can't right. pick your kid out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I tried. No, I'm like, I'm on the camp cam, right. you have to just, right. and you no. see them in their poncho, you can't tell. When they're wearing the Tawanda clothes, you can't tell who is really camp. The girls, because they weren't pink. Yeah. I'm just afraid of hair. And you can see Once Casper, so that's yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, one of you. That's where you never get it. It's me. It's me. I can't sneak up on anyone because Casper's always with me. And all of them is walking in yeah. to eat and walking yeah. out. Yeah. So it's, right. it's we should nice. do a fun video with that boy. With which? Like the cam cam. Oh yeah. You know of Casper. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on behind Well, my son Ryan is petrified of dogs, won't get in them. Petrified, petrified, petrified. And so Casper and Ava just said, just don't go near Mitch Ryan and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> come near you. Well, I won't get in. We're hoping, but I'm hoping it'll diffuse. Yeah, Sandy, it. I would say we have between 20 and 30 kids each year that come that are afraid of the dog. And each one of them will pet him on visiting day. He, he is a great dog to get yeah. over your fear. Mm -hmm. his, he barks uh, when he thinks there's a stranger or at the lawnmower. And, uh, Otherwise his eyes are only for Mitch. Yeah, he, he really does, he just, you know, he'll, but he also, down at General Swim, he likes to mm -hmm. make sure the kids are safe. He cheers off. them up. Yeah, at the Tarzan swing, he barks he every kid off. off the Tarzan swing. And, on the, and, and, and jumps on in the after. The zip line, the zip line. but I say, yeah. I say, no, he's cheering them up. Yeah. Well, he senses danger, so yeah. he's, you know, but he is really a great dog yeah. for, uh, for for someone who's afraid of dogs. And homesickness, too. Like, my son, for some reason, his, like, homesick thing, and even, like, in school, our dog's name is George, George Warren, and um, he'll, he'll be like, yes, that's my real last name, my camp last name, and um, He'll say he'll be like I miss George, and some people might like I'll get a call from school from the nurse, and like he says he misses George. <laughs> he's just like he's having a moment, whatever. That's his thing. But at camp, if he feels like he misses George, he goes and like gives Casper a hug, and it's like it's you know it's great. Yeah, you know it's really Casper is another homesick uh, anti-homesick tool. Also, you know we have chickens at camp, which are <laughs> like the greatest thing we've ever added. We have. I call them free, free range kid chased, <laughs> and, and they're just they to wander around camp. They don't go too far from their coop. But to wander. And my garden, of course. Yes, it was right there, and I, you know they, they see the egg. You know they, they 
it's awesome, you know. Watching broccoli grow, you know. Yeah. No, but the <laughs> eggs are, uh, are warm. And Do you guys eat the eggs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they, you know, we get like five a day, but <laughs> we tell, I tell them they're all Only someone eats the same amount of table gets the eggs. Yeah, but things like that, Stephanie's garden, the animals, and we have some other animals there. I think these are all things, and, and Stephanie's garden is a great, you know, after dinner we call uh, free play, and that's where you can kind of just hang out and do your own thing. And the first few days of camp, if you're new, you don't know anybody, you're not that comfortable yet. So we are, you know, you can see the kids who are not sure what to do during free play. I have people, including myself, that kind of gather them and, uh, hey, hey, come with me. i got to go uh, see what's going on in Stephanie's garden, make sure everything's okay. We get to the garden, and what happens? There's other kids there. And Stephanie has them, you know, weeding or looking at broccoli or grow. Or yeah, yeah, whatever. cucumbers. Yeah, and... And they love it. They just love to come. What can I eat? What can I eat? Mm -hmm. But before they know it, they realize that they're meeting other people. And some kids get into the garden and come back. Some kids don't need to go there anymore. But it's a tool that we use. And we have a lot and of different so things like that. I don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so you give them kicking. So we give them kicking. Okay. On Saturday night, we have a Havdalah service. Yeah. So I'll get over 100 kids in my garden. Because it was Bobby's idea, you know, to end it with the boys had sweet. cancer. Yeah. Right. So isn't that Kit Kat service? Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's a Havdalah service. Yeah, this is another uh, edit for the yeah, kids are in the So Kit Kats are really big at camp because somehow people think I like them. <laughs> um, and I, I think once, you know, 20 years ago, someone asked me what my favorite was. He and, likes it. And I said, oh, Kit Kat. And now I get Kit Kats from all over the world. Uh, but we have and we have Kit Kat tastings because the ones made out of the country are better than the ones made in America. It's Hershey versus Nestle's, <coughs> and uh, so it's a whole thing. And that Kit Kats are my thing. Actually, frozen ones are really good. Yeah. Um, I had some for you today, but because we got snowed out last week, um, we ate them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we have them. Um, so there, are, you know, basically there are a lot of great tools that we use. We try to keep you informed on a lot of what's going on, and uh, it's important to us that we build our relationship uh, with you, that you are, like you said, transparent, comfortable um, telling us stuff, not only before camp, but if you get a letter that you think we're not aware of the situation, by all means, contact us. 99.9% .9 of the time, we are way ahead of you. And it's old news. And it's old news. You write a letter, by the time you get it, maybe three, four days have passed. The news that your child wrote, it's probably old 10 minutes later. You know, usually, when do you write a letter home? During rest hour, where you're naturally a little homesick because you're not active and you start thinking uh, about your home and maybe there's pictures by the bed that have uh, instigated that. Or maybe something happened, like, you know, you struck out or someone said something not, that, not nice to you. And then, you know, oh, I hate camp, no one's nice to me, my counselors are mean and all this, the food sucks, you know, all, all this stuff. And then, you know, oh my God, then we had this amazing activity uh, and, that, and your child shined there or really learned something new or, or laughed their belly off. And, you know, so often when parents call me and then I go to check out the situation, the kid doesn't even remember what you're talking about. And I say, well, did you maybe write something? And they're like, so you just have to take it all with a grain of salt, is what he's saying. And, um, and, and when your daughter is 12 and 13, 
<laughs> we, we have it so many times parents say, what are you doing differently there now? We go, we're not actually doing anything differently. Your, your son or daughter is 13-ish, and that's now 11 to 14, by the way, unfortunately. Um, and usually the nastiest national bunk that's, you know, even for the boys and the girls, become like the best dorm in the club. They just do. Our oldest group. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, they're just going through stuff, and they're going to go through it no matter where they are. So at least they work it out, and then they become such best friends. And and as you know, we tweak the bunks over the years. So, so that, that we don't have cliques forming, and we don't have a strong bunk versus a weak bunk. That's exactly bunk. what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go. And they become best friends, lifelong friends, so that when um, they're in the club or dorm, they can't tell you who their best friend is. And that's what's so cool when you ask them and see that. Um, and they actually tell us their friends at other camps don't even know the names of the kids in the other bunks. And that's not the case at our camp uh, because we're tweaking them. And they grow up knowing that this is going to happen because they see it. And at other camps, perhaps, they are, the, the directors are afraid that the parents are going to freak out and the kids will freak out because that would happen if we never did it. And so they know and everyone knows why and how great it is. Yeah, we actually and it's again leaving your comfort zone and meeting that because how else are you going to meet them? And we uh, we actually have the older kids, <coughs> excuse me, speak to the the yeah. younger kids and say this is what's going to happen. You know, uh, Mitch and Stephanie are going to tweak tweak your bunk. So you're and it's it's not bunk against bunk. You are a group. You're a sisterhood or a brotherhood, and it really I mean that's what sets us apart from everybody else because we're that's hard to do because you guys want them to be happy all the time, which, you know, of course, we all do, but, you know, that's not really reality. And it's not, that's not what it's about, right? because it's, it's, life is, you know. You know, confronting your challenges. It's not a merry-go-round. Life is not a merry-go-round. It's a roller coaster, and it's starting to navigate the ups and the downs, and can't provide that. Right. I think that's a good note to end for lunch. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We should do that. Okay, so that actually concludes our podcast. Uh, we broke for lunch. There were some great uh, questions and answers during lunch, uh, but then everyone realized they had to run and pick up their kids from school. Uh, it was great, and uh, we'd like to have your feedback. I'd like to know if you listen to this, see if anybody listens to this. And we uh, plan on doing more podcasts as uh, time permits, and we look forward to a great summer with your kids. Thanks again. Greetings from the Camp Tawanda Winter Office. Signing off.